0: The following is another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri Cities presents high school baseball.
1: And there's one hit towards right field. A running, running, running. Not able to get it. Anderson is going to have it get past the right fielder Shane Eland, and he is going to be able to get a triple. That kid can run. Lead off triple for Brayden Anderson. Two for two today.
0: Today, from Memorial Field in Kearney, it's a Tri-Cities rivalry as the Bearcats welcome in Grand Island. High School Baseball and ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club.
1: Rich at third, Johnson at second, Smith at first, Anderson has already scored. There's nobody out, the bases loaded and no place to put. Reese Bober in the three-one pitch from Logan Brinkman on the way and it's gonna be knifed into the right field. That'll be a base hit. One run will score, two runs will score. And there will be runners at first and third, and two more. RBI, Reese Bober now with a four RBI game.
0: Grand Island looks to bounce back from a rough outing against third-ranked Lincoln East yesterday, while seventh-ranked Kearney begins a busy week with a road win at Columbus yesterday. It's the Islanders and the Bearcats coming up next. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Memorial Field in Kearney right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids.
1: And good afternoon, everyone, from Historic Memorial Field here in Kearney. Doug Duda with you on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. The game moved from Wednesday to Tuesday, and we should be about 35 degrees warmer and avoid the rain, although it is pretty overcast right now, uh, taking a look at the radar and taking a look at when the rain should move in. We should be good until at least 8 o'clock tonight. That might come into play for the JV game as Kearney and Grand Island get ready to do battle. And the wind will be blowing the opposite direction of the last time we were here out of the south, anywhere from about 15 to 20 miles an hour, and it really just kicked up a couple of moments ago. It wasn't bad for most of the pregame warm-ups. Uh, Kearney, Grand Island. Kearney coming in with a record of 4-1. and one. They're only lost to Norris, who was ranked number one in Class B when they played them Saturday. They dropped them behind Beatrice to number two this week. And then... Grand Island is playing their third consecutive top 10 opponent after a 2-0 start. They got the games washed out with Hastings, and they have dropped back-to-back games, including a rough one yesterday. We had Kirby Wells, the head coach, on the Doug and Daddy show today. I mean, eight errors, 19-0 to undefeated third-ranked Lincoln East yesterday, and coach said all we can do is shake that one off, and they're going to come back and throw their Division One pitcher, Tyler Fay, today against Lucas Wagner, and so... Grand Island hoping they can uh, ride Faye in his second start of the year against their rivals here uh, against the Kearney High Bearcats. Let's go ahead and take a look at our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Creed Martin, uh, we'll talk about it with the coach, injured his shoulder yesterday in a slide in that game against Columbus, so he will not play today. Not quite sure how extensive that injury as of yet. For Grand Island, coach says they're all here and ready to go. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. We'll take a look at the starting lineup and get you ready for today's action in a moment.
2: Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our Money Pass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online and that's why we're the Better Bank.
1: And the starting lineups as always are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank in Kearney. This Grand Island team is not hitting the ball exceptionally well this year, only about 230 as a team. Some of the guys towards the top are good, but Towards the bottom, they're still trying to figure out that second half of the lineup as we were talking with Coach Wells and just looking at the numbers through four games. Leading it off and playing center field will be E.J. Aarons. Batting second at shortstop for the Islanders is Riley Plummer. Batting third at second base is Sam Hartman. The cleanup hitter at first base is number 11, Cohen Evans, and, of course, Another name, a lot of these that uh, have had either brothers or dads or uncles uh, that have been great parts of the program, like Evans, batting fifth in right field will be Carson Lighting. Batting sixth at third base is Braden Lee. The designated hitter today for the Islanders is Tyson Nelson. He'll bat seventh. Batting eighth in left field is Hunter Jensen, and behind the dish in batting ninth is Tyler Douglas. On the mound is Tyler Fay. Wearing number three, as we said, he is signed to pitch at the University of Alabama. So uh, more than just Isaac Trout going Division I big time sports for the boys over at Grand Island. The head coach is Kirby Wells. Grand Island coming in with a record of 2-2, two and two, as we said, 19-0 on the wrong end yesterday against Lincoln East. They fell to Lincoln Southeast uh, over the weekend 7-5. to five. They started the year with a 9-3 win over Millard North and a 16-1 pasting of Lincoln High. They will be heading to Elkhorn to take on Elkhorn North and Platte Valley this weekend. So that's what's coming up on Saturday for Grand Island. For Carney, their starting lineup will look like this here this afternoon. We'll go with number 17, Reese Bober, to lead it off. He is playing center field and has been red hot for Carney, Batting second at shortstop, number one, Carter Lee. Batting third in left field today is number 35, Corbin Rich. The cleanup hitter at second base is number nine, Tanner Johnson. In right field today, he's played a little bit of everywhere. Brayden Anderson, uh, that's where Creed Martin may have been starting, but Brayden Anderson will move out to right today and bat fifth. Carney's designated hitter is Nolan Smith. He'll bat sixth. Batting seventh at third base is Dawson Stutz. Batting eighth at first base is Cash Roseberry. And batting ninth, the catcher, Dylan Welsh. Pitching today for Carney will be Lucas Wegner getting his second start of the season as well. So both teams using the designated hitter and their pitchers are the ones that will be just pitching today. Could be a heck of a battle. We've got two really good ones out there. So will it end up low scoring or like we saw against Fremont that first weekend, will things get a little weird and we get a high scoring game Uh, both teams need to take better care of the baseball we'll hear about that from head coach brad archer as we continue on our starting line is brought to you by five points bank the better bank in carney carney grand island baseball right around the corner on
3: ESPN Tri-City.
4: Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery, will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson.
5: They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original.
1: Rodfoot Sand, and Gravel. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, joined by the head coach of the Carney Bearcats, Brad Archer, whose baseball team is setting at 4-1 after beating Columbus 5-3 yesterday. The annual rivalry game today uh, with Grand Island, trying to take advantage of... Hopefully a little nicer weather, which is what we always do at this time of the year. And coach, uh, since we've seen you last week, uh, you've continued to play some decent baseball, suffered your first loss against Norris, got a win yesterday uh, against Columbus, uh, didn't get to play as much baseball over the weekend as you had hoped, though. Uh, where are we sitting at now at four and one uh, in, in your mind?
6: Well, right now we're happy with the way things have gone. Uh, uh, Saturday against Norris, we struggled defensively. I think, uh, we ended up giving up 600 runs, and, and, you know, that game ended up 8-0, but uh, it probably should have been about a 2-0 game. Uh, Norris has a very uh, competitive team, a bunch of good-looking athletes, and, and uh, to be honest, offensively, I think we only got one guy to second base uh, during the whole day, but uh, again, uh, we, we have to play better defense in the infield, and we kind of started off that way against uh, Columbus uh, last night, uh, spotting them two runs in the first inning because uh, we made a couple errors in the infield. But uh, you know they they did the same thing an inning or two later, and we were able to uh, tie it up. And then uh, had some big hits from Braden Anderson. Uh, Corbin Rich went four for four last night against Columbus. He had a big day, and then uh, Corbin came in uh, in relief. Um, he was our second reliever and came in in a uh, base loaded situation and got us out of that. And then pitched a uh, uh, <clears throat> not a clean seventh inning, but uh, was able to get through uh, through the seventh with the uh, tying tying run at second base. So uh, for for his first outing uh, pitching probably in a couple years, uh, he came in through a lot of strikes, so which was good to see.
1: We talked about at the beginning of the year how. You were going to try and develop some depth on the mound because of all the kids that you lost last year, and one and two is still pretty good, but uh, maybe this is the bright spot of the team so far, is, is the way you guys are pitching.
6: Well, that's true, and, and that's usually the way it is. Uh, hopefully uh, when you start the year, the pitchers are a little bit, a bit ahead of the hitters, but uh, you know we, we've got Braden Anderson, and, and when uh, Lucas Wagner is on, he's got as good a stuff as anybody. Uh, uh, we just hope that Uh, He's on and throws strikes. Uh, When he's off, he can can get a little bit wild and struggle a little bit. Uh, Riley Miller's been very consistent for us this year. Uh, He threw well last Saturday versus uh, Norris, but uh, like I said, unfortunately we didn't play very good defense behind him. Uh, Dawson Stutz has, has been about 50, 50 us. He did a great job in relief against Fremont and then struggled a little bit last night against, uh, Columbus. But, uh, we expect him to come back, uh, the next time that he pitches and, and throw a lot of strikes for us. And he's got kind of a unique delivery so he can, he can cause some problems for some people. And then, uh, as I said, Blake Radis is is uh, someone that's thrown a
1: couple games in
6: relief, and he'll be getting some starts here as as the schedule gets a little heavier and games start to stack up back-to-back.
1: Did have an injury in the game yesterday. Uh, what can you tell us about Creed? Yeah, Creed uh, kind of dove into second base on a
6: hit and run, and, and I think he got caught caught up a little bit uh, trying to elude a tag, and, and so he's got a – As far as what we know, a slight uh, shoulder injury right now. So we'll just have to wait until he uh, sees the trainer, and and, uh, and then we'll make some decisions from there. But uh, hopefully it's nothing that keeps him out
1: for uh, very long. Well, it's Grand Island. Obviously, they're going to want to uh, wash what happened uh, yesterday away. Uh, Eight errors in the ballgame and just couldn't do anything against the Lincoln East. And I know coach speak is we just throw those records out, but it's Grand Island Kearney the next edition today, coach. Yeah, for sure. And and I know they, they would uh, like to
6: beat us. Uh, uh Grand Island uh is off to a pretty good start and obviously they had a had a rough outing yesterday and, and we've had those before as well. And and once those things start to snowball a little bit, uh it, it's tough to get it back. But uh uh should be a, a great day for baseball. Be a little bit warmer today. Uh, than it would have been uh, tomorrow when it was originally scheduled. And and, uh, these two teams like playing each other and have a lot of respect for each other. So uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we go out and and Lucas throws a lot of strikes and and, uh, we can come away with a win here.
1: Well, you've already played quite a few rated teams, but you're going to see some competition this week. You get your rivalry, and if the weather holds, Lincoln East, who took care of Grand Island yesterday, as we said, and then you go down to Millard uh, this weekend, how... How much are you looking forward to this and getting another true test?
6: Well, this, uh, you know, the next four games and and the last three that you were just talking about, I think are against maybe three of the top four teams that are rated in the state. And, and when you look at our schedule, I'll I'll match our schedule up against anyone. So, uh, we're looking forward to see how we match up against those teams. Uh, obviously it's going to be tough, especially when you're playing them all in the same week and, and, uh, you know, it's very taxing on your pitching staff and trying to figure out who you're going to throw against whom and, and uh, you know, how many pitches you use relievers for because you might need them a day or two later, those type of things. But uh, that, that's why we signed up to play, and, and that's the only way you're going to get things figured out and, and uh, maybe find some weaknesses that we have that they exploit and those type of things. So we're looking forward to uh, tough competition, and, and we're certainly going to get it here.
1: All right, Coach. Uh, good luck today and have a great week. All right, thank you, sir. Thanks, Thanks for the coverage. That's Brad Archer, head coach of your Carney High Bearcats, and we'll be back to get things underway at Memorial Field in a moment. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We're ready to go. Lucas Wagner stands in there. The Hogenmeyer Hybrids pregame show brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid dealer. The first pitch into E.J. Aarons is going to be a little low and inside for ball one. Carney and Grand Island here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Grounded up the middle, Tanner Johnson dives, he knocks it down. It won't get to the outfield, but it will be a base hit for E.J. Aarons to get this baseball game underway. And that's exactly what Grand Island is hoping for, a quick start, get something going, maybe scratch a run or two across here in the first inning against Lucas Wagner after that tough, tough day yesterday against Lincoln East. So a well-struck ball and almost made it up the middle. Johnson, with good range, knocked it down. And that'll bring up Riley Plummer. Then it's Sam Hartman and Cohen Evans, the first four batters here against Lucas Wagner and Carney High. Wagner kicks out of the stretch. The pitch will be down the middle. Dan and Kurt Schmidt are our, our officials today, our umpires for this afternoon's baseball game. Strike one to Riley Plummer. We'll set that defense for you here in a moment. Again, the wind's kind of swirling around. Now it's kind of blowing straight out towards right center field. Wagner checks the runner. Not a very big lead over there comes set and brings home the 0-1 pitch and it's fouled back and out of play and that'll make it w- 0-2 to Riley Plummer. High school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities glad to have you along with us. game number six of the year for Carney High they come in at a very impressive four and one. Wagner checks errands again and throws it over there Cash Roseberry holding down the first base bag today again a little bit different lineup but again It all depends on who's on the mound, where everybody's going to be at defensively. Roseberry has played first and not hit. The DH was for him on opening day. Now he's playing first and will be hitting today. And the 0-2 pitch on the way. Fastball grounded towards third. One hopper picked up. Throw to second for one. They'll turn it over to first. It's in the dirt, but just beating it out on the fielder's choice is going to be Riley Plummer. It was a good dig over there by Roseberry. So Aarons is forced out. Stutz over to Johnson for out number one, and Plummer will reach base with the Fielder's Choice. And that'll bring up Sam Hartman, the second baseman for the Islanders, as we're just underway here on ESPN Tri-Cities. We'll set that defense here for you after this pitch for Kearney, as Lucas Wagner, a little off speed, and just missed inside. Left field, it is Corbin Rich, Reese Bober in center, Braden Anderson in right, Dawson Stutz at third, Tanner Johnson second, Cash Rosemary first. Carter Lee is at short, and Dylan Welsh is handling the catching duties again today. The 1-0 pitch to Sam Hartman. He'll take this one, and it's just off the plate outside. Ball two. So 2-0 to Hartman after jumping ahead on Plummer and forcing him to swing it Wagner's pitch runner at first one out just underway on KXPN Kearney Grand Island ALDA and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance as the fastballs take it inside strike one Cohen Evans would be next two totally different results for these teams that played yesterday let's see how it plays out today throw over to first not a big lead at all a little low Roseberry's able to Keep it in front of him, and diving back in is Riley Plummer. Aaron started with an infield single, well hit. Johnson just happened to knock it down. Then he was forced out on the Riley Plummer, grounded a third. The 2-1 pitch to Hartman. Waits in there, waving the bat. He'll swing and foul that one back out of play, and now the count is even. Two balls, two strikes to Sam Hartman. High School Baseball on ESPN, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Johnson Landscape for making us your home for Kearney baseball. Two balls two strikes one out one on here in the top of the first Lucas Wagner been working out of the stretch since the second pitch kicks and fires that bounces and that'll get away from the catcher Dylan Welsh and that'll be a wild pitch and the count will go full at three and two. Welsh kept it in front of him but it bounced up towards the Grand Island dugout. So full count here to Hartman Carney fell behind early yesterday, but that was because of some fielding errors at Columbus, as you heard Coach Archer say. The 3-2 pitch to Hartman is on the way, and it is low as well. Gets away. The runner will go to third, and Welsh a little unhappy. He thinks he should have had that one. Probably right. He's a good catcher back there, but it skids, and so it goes as a wild pitch. So back-to-back wild pitches after the count was 2-2 and a one-out walk puts runners at the corners now for the cleanup hitter Cohen Evans and he will be the first lefty to stand in there for this Islander ball club trying to make something happen right away here in the first and you got a lefty batten with the wind blowing out towards right field see if he gets on something from Wagner and the fastball is right over the numbers for strike one one of the simplest things is to get ahead in that count. That's what the coaches always want. Grand Island's been pretty patient about taking the first pitch here, or at least the first four guys have. Set up outside as Welsh. That's exactly where the pitch is, but just missed. He hit the glove. He just set up outside, ball one, one and one. So Riley Plummer at third, Sam Hartman at first. And one out here in the top of the first inning. Grand Island trying to scratch something across right away. And the 1-1 pitch. Just missed high. Boy, Welsh held that for a long time. Cardi disappointed they didn't get the call there. And it's 2-1. Carson Lighting will be next. That was a pretty good off-speed pitch. Lucas has a lot of his delivery. Looks like it's going to be fastball. He hasn't thrown a big old glig curve like we see some of the other guys do on the staff. 2-1. And Wagner set. Fastball swung on and missed. Strike two. Went after it. Tried to kill it. He was expecting something down the middle and it's 2-2 big pitch here coming up for lucas wagner early in this ball game trying to kind of keep some of that mojo away from grand island since it didn't go well yesterday if you stand on them early today kind of crushes the spirit but they are right out of the gate here making something happen 2-2 pitch wagner fires taken strike three called that was very close to where that 1-1 pitch was this time wagner Gets the call, and the cleanup hitter, Cohen Evans, who you know can go up there and smack the baseball. Probably not happy that he got rang up there on strikes. So, Evans, one of the top hitters early in the season on this ball club. Two outs now, still runners on the corner, and the right fielder, Carson Lighting, will step in there. Johnson shading towards the bag at second, and the first pitch to Lighting on the way from Wagner, it's low and away, ball one. So Aaron singled, Plummer grounded into the fielder's choice but then advanced to third on two wild pitches which resulted in the Sam Hartman walk. Then Evans called out on strikes. And the 1-0 pitch, Wagner fouled back and out of play again over the Grand Island dugout, one ball, one strike. Again, the game moved up a day because of the bad weather we're going to be having tomorrow. Carney High will then go to Lincoln East on Thursday, if the weather permits. Who's still undefeated and ranked third. That's who took care of GI yesterday. 1-1 pitch from Wagner to lighting. It bounces in front of the plate. So right now, Wagner having a little trouble with his off-speed stuff, especially if he's trying to keep it low. He's bounced about four of them in there now. And it's ball two. Braden Lee would be next. Grand Island off to a nice start here, but hasn't scratched anybody across just yet. 2 1 to Lightning, swung on and chopped towards third, but it is foul. And it's now 2 and 2. So already Lucas Wagner's thrown quite a few pitches here in the first inning. Even if Grand Island doesn't get anybody across here, it will have been a decent effort to work the pitch count. We're almost to where they can bump it up. It's 90 before April 1st, and it goes to 110 the rest of the season to try and save arms. Two on, two out, the 2-2 pitch. The runner goes. It's a fastball. It's low, no throw. And advancing down to second base will be Sam Hartman. The count is full to lighting. There is room at first, but he'd sure like to finish things off right here. Lucas Wagner. The payoff pitch here to Carson Lighting is on the way, and it's going to be taken for called strike three over the outside corner. So back-to-back punch-outs here to get himself out of a jam. No runs on one hit. There were no errors, and two men left on. Grand Island nothing. Carney coming to bat in the bottom of the first on ESPN.
7: This is Bob from b Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. If you're passionate
8: about agriculture and want to serve some of the area's leading producers, join the A-Team at Aurora Cooperative. Aurora Cooperative has multiple openings in agronomy, animal nutrition, energy, and grain at their locations in Nebraska, Iowa, and South Dakota. Aurora Cooperative offers very competitive wages and an extremely generous benefits package. If you're self-directed and customer focused, apply today at auroracoop.com joinourteam slash join our team. Aurora Cooperative is an equal opportunity. In-
2: Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape.
9: That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry. That's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more.
2: Ooh, this landscaping's awesome. Good thing we called
10: Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net.
1: Welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Memorial Field in Kearney as we bring you the Tri-Cities rivalry between Kearney High and Grand Island. And we go to the bottom of the first. It'll be Reese Bober to get things started here for Kearney High, then Carter Lee and Corbin Rich. The pitcher is Tyler Fay, and his first pitch is a little high for ball number one. A tall, lanky right-hander. Kind of drops down about three-quarters arm. Fires it in there for strike one. He's got some heat. So Carney High has got to be able to pick that ball up out of his hand. And he works quickly. He's already shown us that. Doesn't get off the mound. The 1-1 pitch to Boeber. Swung on. That shifted outside. Ball, or strike two. One and 1-2. So showing some movement there on the 1-1 pitch. That was a good one from Tyler Fay. Bober's been off to a great start, but everybody will be challenged today. Fastball just high. Ball two. Don't think Bober was expecting that one. And that's where Faye wanted it. He didn't miss, he tried to keep it out of the zone. Here's a kid that knows how to pitch. There's no doubt about it. You wouldn't be going D1 if you didn't. And Tyler Faye's 2 2. Swung on and missed. Strike three. So Bober down on strikes for the first out of the ball game. That'll bring up the shortstop, Carter Lee. Then it's Corbin Rich. If you miss the starting lineups, then it's Tanner Johnson, Braden Anderson, Nolan Smith, Dawson Stutz, Cash Roseberry, and Dylan Welsh. Lee in there, the left-handed shortstop, trying to find his groove here early on of the season. He'll take one over the outside corner for strike number one. Grand Island not playing overly deep, especially in left field for the right-handed or the left-handed batter here. The pitch inside got away. Ball one, one and one. So you've got Hunter Jensen in left, E.J. Aarons in center, Carson Lighting is in right, Braden Lee at third, Sam Hartman second, Cohen Evans is at first, Riley Plummer your shortstop, and Tyler Douglas is doing the catching here today for Tyler Fay On a mound for Grand Island. The pitch swung on a little high and a strike. Strike two. We've seen some big-time boys come in here and get lit up. And then we've seen some guys come in here and just throw gems. So let's see what Faye does today. 1-2 pitch outside and to the backstop again. That one just bounced off the glove of Tyler Douglas. Corbin Rich on deck. Grand Island threatened to the top of the first but could not score, leaving runners at second and third. And Carter Lee swung on right back to the pitcher. Faye didn't have to exert himself. Throws over to the first baseman, Kellen Evans, for the easy out. So two up, two down here in the bottom of the first, and that'll bring up the left fielder, Corbin Rich. So far, Tyler Fay has not even attempted to bring one inside to work the inner half of the plate. It's been either up, or he throws that slider out away from the plate. So Corbin Rich is going to have to go with the pitch. There is a huge gap in right center field. And the pitch. Away for ball one. Rich gets deep in that batter's box. Hoping he can catch up to one here, the pitch. Swung on and grounded towards third, it's a fair ball. It's snabbed there all the way across the diamond and it is snagged at first for the out. Didn't even bounce it, nice play by Braden Lee. So three up, three down here in the bottom of the first. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on, we had the one strikeout. After one, Carney and Grand Island our scoreless here on ESPN, Tri-Cities, and Platte River Press. For professional
11: service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kossler, and Cottle.
12: It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer, and I waited for the phone call, and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur.
3: I am the medical oncologist hematologist at Mary Lanning Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center.
12: Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways.
3: Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back. And that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood, too.
12: He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's, he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family.
3: My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart.
1: And welcome back to the ballpark. Doug Duda with you here as we go to the uh, top of the second. Braden Lee stands in there for Grand Island. It will be 6, 7, and 8. Lucas Wagner will fire it inside, ball one. Braden Lee, Tyson Nelson, Hunter Jensen. I know it's a big day for World Cup soccer qualifying. Thanks so much to Carney High boys soccer coach Scott Steinberg. He just told me that Poland has qualified for the World Cup, so thanks... Coach and good luck in your game today against Lincoln Northeast at home. The girls are on the road at Columbus. Carney Catholics at Hastings coming in today. As Wagner fires a fastball that swung on and missed by Braden Lee. One and one, scoreless. Top of the second here on ESPN. And the pitch bounced again in front of the plate. Wagner knew it before. <laughs> he didn't even see it bounce. He was already looking at center, turning around in disgust. So two and one to Lee and Tyson Nelson will wait on deck. Wagner got some action last year as just a sophomore, so (laughs) kind of the next in line here for Carney's pitching studs. This one is chopped off the plate, foul, strike two. Two balls, two strikes here to start the top of the second inning against the third baseman for the Islanders in Braden Lee. Wagner punched out. The last two batters last inning with two men on and here he gets a wave of a miss cannot be caught but bounces off the umpire that helps carney as they'll throw down to first for the out as they uh, got Braden lee to swing at one of those off speeds that didn't bounce it kind of bounced after it got to the plate and then welsh throws it down to roseberry for out number one that'll bring up the designated hitter tyson nelson Don't forget, following baseball here today on ESPN Tri-Cities, it's more college basketball as Lucas Wagner winds and delivers. That bounces in front for ball one. It's the men's NIT semifinals from New York. Xavier out of the Big East and St. Bonaventure. And then it is Texas A&M taking on Washington State. And the pitch from Wagner. There's a fastball taken all the way for strike one. One ball and one strike. You can tell by the way Faye kind of mowed down Carney there in the first inning. Wagner's going to have to have a good day on the mound. Defense going to have to play well. Fastball chopped weakly between third and pitcher, and Wegner fielded it in and should never have done that. That will be something that they will go through there. I don't think that Dawson Stutz was going to throw him out anyway, but when the pitcher is running away from first, he has no play, so he just ate it, and that will be the second infield hit here of the ball game for Grand Island and that'll bring up the left fielder Hunter Jensen so one on one out here in the top of the second base runners in both innings so far again the team batting just 235 first pitch swung on and hit to fairly deep center field back 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 the wind pushes it over the head of Reese It got all the way to the wall And hustling over to second base is going to be Hunter Jensen, as he jumped on one right away. Excuse me, that was Tyson Nelson. So let's uh, let's go back. What happened was they called that a foul ball that was covered there and not an infield single. It was then Nelson back to the plate, and he gets a double. So that's why no run scored. He's the only guy with the hit. So missed out on him trotting back. Now we got a base hit to right field the opposite way for Hunter Jensen. Jensen, uh, they're going to hold the runner as Braden Anderson got on it quickly. So again, runners at the corner. So... Because I messed that up for you, Tyson Nelson, what we thought was a chopper that the pitcher in Lucas Wagner just ate, it was a foul ball, so they sent him back to the plate. and Then on the very next pitch, he hit it over the center fielder, Reese Bober's head for a stand-up double. Then Hunter Jensen, the first pitch he saw, he rifled into right field for a base hit. That'll bring up the number nine hitter, catcher Tyler Douglas, with runners on the corner and one out. So the bottom of the order, which has struggled, Trying to help him through here. And Tyler Douglas stands in there looking for his first hit. Fastball over his head. Good job by Dylan Welsh. Ball one. So Tyler Douglas, (laughs) 0 for 6 so far in the season, but a good catcher back there. Catching Faye today. So again, Wagner having to work out of a jam, he hopes. And the 1-0. Swung on and fisted to the first baseman. Roseberry comes in, makes the underhanded catch, and there is a good f- out that was in foul ground. But it is out number two. And that'll bring up EJ Aarons. Aarons hit one sharply up the middle. Johnson dove and knocked it down behind the second base bag. To keep it in the infield. So let's see if Aarons can deliver this time around with two outs. Grand Island left two on in the first, two on here. Time called by catcher Dylan Welsh to give some signals out there about what they want to do defensively just in case Hunter Jensen takes off. Not much of a lead. I don't see him going anywhere. So Wegner out of the stretch, kicks and fires, and that one is up and in to EJ Aaron's Ball one. Scoreless, top of the second inning. The best day for baseball so far. And that's shown by the fans and, of course, Grand Island's proximity here to Kearney. And the 1-0 pitch down from Lucas Wagner to Aarons. Fastball, foul down the right field line, and it twists out of play. Strike one. One ball, one strike. Carney went three up, three down. So when we get to the bottom of the second, it's 4-5-6. Johnson, Anderson, and Smith. But first, Carney trying to get out of this jam. They need to. Can't let the bottom of the order hurt them here in this game. It's going to be tough enough trying to score runs on Faye. And the 1-1 pitch from Wagner. Off speed, chopped weakly towards third, coming in Stutz. Two hopper, got it out of his glove, makes a strong throw over to Roseberry, And Carney does it again, and Grand Island ends up leaving two runners on base for the second straight inning. There were no runs on two hits, there were no errors, and two men left on base. We go to the bottom of the second. Kearney and Grand Island remain scoreless on ESPN Tri-City.
10: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes. In and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, lexington minden ravana and wood river
5: whether it's a car accident storm damage or fire when the unthinkable happens it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes in this moment it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do in this moment what matters is that barney insurance your independent insurance agent and the company that stands behind them have you covered Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Barneyinsurance.net.
1: Doug Duda, along with the fine folks here, like Ryan Hogue, Carmen Grant, for allowing us to uh, be up and uh, bring you today's baseball action. Following the home game, select road games. Glad you've made ESPN Tri-Cities your home. For Carney High Baseball, as the left-hander Tanner Johnson will start it off here, and he'll swing and foul it back into the net for strike one. Tanner Johnson, Braden Anderson, Nolan Smith. The middle of the lineup here for Carney in the bottom of the 2nd were scoreless. Grand Island going with their Division I starter, Tyler Fay. And swung on and missed it a little off speed, man. It's just that arm motion seems so effortless from Tyler Fay. As we said, got a pretty good wingspan on him. And the pitch, swung on, three pitches down for Tanner Johnson. That is the second strikeout here for Carney, And that'll bring up Braden Anderson. And at what point do you just drop something down to get Fay off the mound? He did field a chopper from Carter Lee last inning. The pitch, swung on and grounded sharply towards Short, backing up, making a nice stop. Riley Plummer, the throw to first, is in time. Boy, that one just about ate him up with the old turf monster. But it handed up in the pocket of his glove, and quickly two gone here in the bottom of the second. This is one where, let's see if coach tells Nolan Smith maybe to take a pitch. Lucas Wagner barely have time to get his bottom on the bench over there for a breather after the two tough innings. Hasn't given up any runs, but Grand Island's left four on. Tyler Fay being efficient as always, Brings one up a little high, ball one to the designated hitter, Nolan Smith. Smith comes into the ball game, hitting 250 for Carney, averaging 318 on the year. 14 takes this one at the knees for strike number one, one and one. Now you know Faye's gonna throw strikes, but Carney's missed on a couple that they thought were gonna be strikes that floated down and away. The pitch. Swung on a fastball and missed, strike two as he brought the heat there. Dawson Stutz is on deck if Carney can get their first base runner. But Tyler Faye looking to make quick work here of Carney in the second. The pitch, up and away, ball two. Two balls, two strikes to Smith. Nobody on, two outs here in the bottom of the second. Scoreless at Memorial Field, just another matchup between these teams. That one sails outside. Ball three. First time we've went to a three ball count here. These teams play again in a Grand Island triangular in just a little over less than two weeks. On the seventh, Norfolk comes down and they both play. Pitch 3-2. Grounded sharply towards second. The two hopper is swallowed up by Sam Hartman and that will retire the side. So once again, It's no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. One strikeout, no walks there for Tyler Fay. We're through two complete. It's a Jim Langan special. We've only played 27 minutes and we're through two innings of play. It's scoreless here on ESPN Radio.
2: Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades. and We are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today.
5: They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original. Broadfoot Sand and Gravel.
1: We go to the top of the third inning and scoreless here in Kearney. Grand Island will have two, three, and four coming up. And the first pitch is swung on by Riley Plummer, and he fouled it off himself, and he's going to need a moment. So Dylan Walsh will go out to the mound. Kirby Wells will come in and see if Plummer's okay. Plummer grounded into a fielder's choice in the first inning. Riley Plummer, Sam Hartman, Cohen Evans here at the top of the third. Grand Island has had... Two base runners in each of the first two innings but hasn't scored. It's been six up and six down for Carney. Hastings is playing over at Central City this afternoon. Adams Central. Well, they get to go see Norris, and we know how good they are. That's some of the baseball in the area. We told you about some of the soccer earlier. And now Plummer has shaken it off and he is ready to go. So 0-1 to Plummer, and he'll do the same thing, except he didn't foul it off himself. That one was a little low, and he nicked it back to the backstop. 0 2 High school baseball brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, a proud supporter of high school baseball. They are the Tri-Cities only board-certified sports chiropractor. Located in Kearney, go online to florangchiropractic.com. The 0-2, and it's just low. That was a good pitch from Lucas Wagner, but it was low. That's where he wanted it. One ball, two strikes. that, it's Sam Hartman. And the pitch. Big curveball, no. And then the batter says, maybe it hit me. Well, they're going to get a no on that. Plummer didn't try to sell it too hard. He just patted his left arm. So now two and two, Wagner threw two good pitches ahead in the count. Now the 2-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. He kept that down and in for strike three. And that'll be the fourth strikeout of the baseball game here for Lucas Wagner. That will bring up the second baseman, Sam Hartman. Hartman walked in the first inning. Again, more baseball coming your way next week. The next home game is on the fourth against Lincoln Northeast who has struggled here to start the season. Fastball over the inner half for called strike one. and again. I don't keep it too specific, but I don't think Grand Island has swung at a single first pitch. Maybe one. I think one, and that was Jensen's single to right. Here's another good pitch that just misses outside. (laughs) It's one ball, one strike. Wagner's had good control outside of the time he threw to Hartman because he bounced a couple that were wild pitches, and then he ends up walking on those. And the 1-1. That's in. Oh, it got him gonna say it clipped him so trying to work both sides of the plate and Grant Allen's had pretty good success with the second guy in the inning getting on base so Hartman hit by a pitch after being walked to the first that'll bring up the cleanup hitter Cohen Evans that was a big punch out with two on and one out he went down looking on a fastball up in the zone in the first inning so Hartman down at first Got kind of an uncontested stolen base last time, too. Here's a ground ball, second. Johnson's got it. Over to second for one. Back over to first. Oh, nobody's there. It hit the runner. Roseberry wasn't on first because the throw was a little weird. And that will be an error. That will allow Evans to get down to second base. So Hartman is forced out 6-4. to But then we got a little E4. And I didn't see anybody saying, hey, it was runner interference or I was trying to throw around. It was just a throw that was off the mark. And a runner at second with two outs now. Brings up Carson Lighting, the right fielder. Evans will be standing down at second after Hartman was forced out. So let's rework that. That was second to short, so the error was actually on Carter Lee on the throw. Carson Lighting also went down on strikes to end the first inning on a called third. Again, he's up with a runner in scoring position. Lucas Wagner fires one low, ball one. So Grand Island with base runners in every inning still haven't been able to scratch one across. They'll try and change that right here. you got the feeling Tyler Fame might only need one or two today. Here's one chopped at the plate foul. Strike one, one and one. Plummer struck out. Hartman was hit by the pitch. Evans grounded to second, but was safe on the fielder's choice and then advanced over on the throwing air. Count now one and one to the right fielder, Carson Lighting with two outs here in the top of the third scoreless game. Lucas Wagner set and fires, and that one is low and away but nicely blocked by Dylan Welsh, two and one. Braden Lee would be next. Three hits so far in the baseball game for Grand Island. Only one has made it to the outfield. Another one would have had Aaron's shot to start the game not been knocked down on a pretty good dive by Tanner Johnson. And the 2-1 pitch now from Wagner. Tries to throw a little bit of a curveball, and it is going to stay up. Ball three to Carson Lighting. So three and one now with two outs here in the top of the third, trying to keep Grand Island off the board. And Wagner kicks and delivers the 3-1 pitch and he plunked him in the back. So he's bounced a couple, now he's hit two men here in the inning. And that'll put runners at first and second. And here we go again, these are the things that everybody knows, coaches talk about. Grand Island hasn't got a hit this inning. They've got a chance to score with a base hit by Braden Lee. Struck out to start the second. For the third straight inning, two on two out. Grand Island was not able to deliver in the first or the second inning. In fact, they had two on one out in both of those innings and couldn't score. So now it is up to Braden Lee. Wagner again out of the stretch. And Lucas fires. Strike one called. Grand Island after today, it gets even tougher. As we said, they go to Elkhorn. They've got uh, Carney two times in this stretch. Carney with this tough stretch here as well. With some road games this weekend, as you heard from Coach. Ground ball, sharply hit, backhanded by Lee. He's going to throw to third. Oh, my goodness. third baseman, Dawson Stutz, wasn't ready, but he got over there in time. And he was backhanded. That's the way he was facing. And so he thought, I'll just take the play in front of me, and it works out. So Braden Lee smoked the baseball, but Cohen Evans ends up getting forced out 6-5. to So no runs, no hits. There was one error, and there were two men left on. We go to the bottom of the third. Grand Island and Carney remain scoreless on ESPN Tri-Cities.
5: Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bram's will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney towing and repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number.
4: Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson.
1: And welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth for Carney Grand Island Baseball, bringing you all the action on ESPN. While Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home for quality towing assistance, they'll bring your vehicle home. Don't get stranded from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. We go to the bottom of the third, scoreless. Grand Island has left two men on base every inning. Carney has not had a base runner. And that means the bottom of the order will have to try to get something going. Dawson Stutz, Cash Roseberry, Dylan Welsh. And the first one is skied down the right field line. Not too deep. It's more over the Grand Island dugout and out of play. But that will be for some of these guys at the bottom of the order. Give them some confidence. Get the bat on the ball here against Tyler Fay. Again, going to Alabama to pitch. He kicks. He delivers. A little off speed. That's a beauty, but it's high. He'll get that call next time. It's one and one. Dawson Stutz was about an inch and a half taller. That would have been a strike. 1-1. That's a strike. (laughs) I don't know what the gun said, but that got there in a hurry. Strike two. Cash Roseberry on deck. Stutz stands in there. Usually it's off speed. This one's outside. Good pitch again. Good location, man. Tyler Fay's getting it done. Two balls, two strikes. Just missed. But again, that's exactly where they wanted the pitch. Now the 2-2 to Stutz, the third baseman. It's off speed, it's high. No, a late strike three call, okay. Had a late punch out there, and strike three. So that'll be the third strikeout for Tyler Fay, and Cash Rosemary will stand in there. First pitch, he'll take it for the strike, and a lot of those pitches are just right there at the numbers. About an inch higher, it's a ball, about an inch lower where that one was, it's a strike. The pitch to Roseberry. Swung on and fouled straight back. Strike two, 0-2. Cash has grown a couple of inches since last summer. Playing first today for Carney, The 0-2. Kept it just up. Boy, that's a f- one of the very few times that we've seen Faye bring the 0-2 down the middle, it just happened to be high. Dylan Welsh is next, the Carney catcher. Can Roseberry be the first base runner today for Carney? And time called at the last moment there. First, I thought did a ball get away, but uh, catcher Tyler Douglas called time. Just got it. All right, now we go with a one-two to Roseberry. Swung on and missed. Strike number three. Bring in some more. Quality pitches, a two-up, two-down via the strikeout. That'll bring up the catcher, Dylan Welsh. He's a lefty when he stands in there. The outfielders for Grand Island can do their taxes today because nobody even come close to bothering them. Swung on and fouled straight back, strike one for Welsh. There has not been a ball hit to the outfield yet. And all of the infielders, first baseman Cohen Evans has had one hit to him. And the pitch from Fay, swung on a big old sweeping breaking ball for strike two. And it's 0-2. A pitch away from striking out the side and getting his fifth K here of the ball game. Grand Island, Fay on the mound. The 0-2 on the way. Check swing, but it's high. Ball one, one and two. Bober's on deck if Welsh can reach safely. We're a pitch away from three scoreless innings. The 1 2 pitch. Going to be low and in. And it's ball two. Tried that big sweeping change again, but that one was bigger and sweeping er. Try to use some of those words for a few of our listeners. 2 2. That's going to be skied into left field. The wind's going to push that one back, back, back. That's going to be over the head of Hunter Jensen and Dylan Welsh with a stand-up double. Well, we were just joking about it. The wind's not really blowing out to left. It's blowing more towards center. And just as we say that, the flag says, well, now I'm blowing out to left a little bit. But the left fielder obviously playing in over there in Hunter Jensen, and that one just sailed over his head. That's our first base hit of the ball game for Dylan Welsh. And I believe they're going to courtesy run for Welsh. Reese Bober stands in there. So Fay has to throw out of the stretch for the first time. Bober chased one away, way out ahead of that one. He went down on strikes to start the ball game. 0-1-1 here. Now Fay just hopes that was a blip in the radar, and he'll get right after it and retire the side using four batters. Boeber has other ideas. Huge hole between first and second. Bober with an open stance. The pitch. He'll take it, and it's going to be low ball one. One ball, one strike. Carney with their first base run of the game here with an opposite field double from Dylan Welsh. Wind howling out towards center at about 20 mile an hour. The 1-1 pitch to Bober Way behind a fastball. Strike two, one and two. Carter Lee would be next. Again, the key here just put it in play. You never know what's going to happen. And a one-two pitch, Bober crowding the plate. Tyler Fay fires and it's fouled back. So we'll do it again. High school baseball on ESPN Tri Cities, brought to you in part by our many fine sponsors like Helman Maine, Kossler and Cottle, and Optical Gallery. One ball, two strikes, two outs. And Dylan Welsh at second here in the bottom of the third. Scoreless. Tyler Fay fires for G.I. Oh, foul ball. Did it hit him? They're going to say it hit him. Let's see if Grand Island does any chirping in there. He had offered up, but nobody's saying anything. It's just going to be hit by pitch. So Tyler Fay gives up his first free pass. Now you have runners at first and second. Trying to get a two-out rally going here for Carter Lee. A chopper back to the mound in the first inning first eight men retired and now two straight on for Carney Carter Lee the pitch taken in there for strike one pops out of the catcher Tyler Douglas's glove but nobody goes anywhere wouldn't mind seeing Carter lay one down here I know there's two outs but you can't have the third baseman cover it because he's got to cover the bag for the runner Push bunt down third wouldn't hurt, but this one's pulled towards first and right at the first baseman, Cohen Evans, who steps on the bag. So didn't work out for Carney, but they finally do have their first base runners of the ball game. No runs, one hit, no errors, two men left on base. We're scoreless through three, Carney and Grand Island, this Tri-Cities battle on KXPN, Kearney, Grand Island, Shelton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Well, let's keep it here for the moment and uh, tell you that we go to the top of the fourth inning in this ball game. And a reminder that we do have college basketball, the men's NIT semifinals, uh, when we're done here tonight, getting underway at around 6 o'clock. We're off to a quick start here in this baseball game. And it has been the pitching of Tyler Fay that is getting the job done. As we get ready to go to the top of the fourth inning here for Grand Island. And up there for the Grand Island Islanders will be the 7, 8, and 9 batters, Tyson Nelson, Hunter Jensen, and Tyler Douglas, our high school baseball on ESPN radio, brought to you by Kearney Catholic High School, proud supporter of this action, preparing students academically and spiritually for a life of service to the church and community, CarneyCatholic.org. All right, we settle in and we go to the top of the fourth inning here. Tyson Nelson doubled in the second inning but could not score as he and Hunter Jensen were left on board. Lucas Wagner fires it right down the middle for called strike one. Again, just about every one of these guys has taken that first pitch. Trying to get Wagner going. And the pitch. Swung on and kind of waved at it missed for strike number one. Excuse me, strike number two, 0-2, to Tyson Nelson. Crowding the plate, and the 0-2 pitch, chop foul. Trying to get... Things rolling here in the top of the fourth. Lucas Wagner would like a little less stress in this.
14: And won 11 national championships. Six perfect, undefeated seasons. Six, not one, not two, six. All the championships, LeBron, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh thought they were gonna win. He's had six perfect seasons. The game of basketball has never seen anything like this. The dominance is John Wooden-like, but it's, it's transcended into 2022. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good. Really good. Actually, it feels great. You should try it out. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless. Now offering our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with 5 gigabytes of hotspot and nationwide 5G on America's largest, most dependable networks. The $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise.
1: A month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Oh, oh,
5: oh. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get up to a $15 gift card after a mail-in rebate when you purchase select SuperStart batteries. With the power, performance, and reliability your vehicle demands, SuperStart batteries are designed for lasting performance and consistent starts. Turn the key with confidence. SuperStart batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts.
14: Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
5: KICS Hastings
9: we need a live rooster to take the curse off Jose's glove and nobody seems to know what to get Millie or Jimmy for their wedding present
5: KXPN Carney.
1: Memorial Field uh, apologize there is a internet outage in our part of town not at the ballpark but uh, at the home base And so what has happened is we have our first run-of-the-ball game. Lucas Wagner had to work around some problems there in the fourth inning. Tyson Nelson struck out Hunter Jensen, a sharp liner at second, which they ruled a hit. He came around to score on a sacrifice fly from Riley Plummer, but there was a walk, a hit-by-pitch, then the sack fly, then a walk to Sam Hartman. Riley Plummer had the sack fly, then Cohen Evans out on three straight strikes. So it was one run, one hit. No errors, three men left on base in the top of the fourth. Grand Island's up by a score of one to nothing. Now we're here in the fourth inning. Corbin Rich has just rifled one off the leg of starting pitcher Tyler Fay of Grand Island, and it rolled all the way over almost to the Grand Island dugout. So it is a single, and now Fay is taking some warm-up pitches to make sure that he's okay to go. But, man, that whacked him, and that's only... The second hit of the ball game for Carney, Dylan Welsh had a two-out double opposite field in the third inning. So it is one to nothing here in favor of Grand Island in the bottom of the fourth inning. And we hope to have our tech
6: issues taken care of here as soon as we
1: can. In the meantime... Uh, Carney Grand Island Baseball, the pitch inside to Tanner Johnson is ball one. He went down on strikes in the second inning. Kearney finally had a little threat there in the third. And Johnson will take a sweeper low, ball two. So 2-0. Two and oh, Braden Anderson would be next, then Nolan Smith runs at a premium here on KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings at Flat River Prep's.com the pitch. Johnson taken all the way, strike 1. 2 and 1. Rich stands at first. Looked at head coach Brad Archer, not really flashing any signals, so this is a swing away it was a pair and it's going to be pulled foul. Haven't got many that are around on the big man Tyler Faye, but Tanner Johnson pulled it electing not to bunt his cleanup hitter this time around. Brad Archer. that Island had plenty of opportunities to score this baseball game, but has only scratched across the one run. They have left nine men on through four innings. There's a chopper weakly towards second. It will advance the runner, but Johnson will be out at first base. Some of the fans didn't like the call, but it was the right call. Tanner Johnson rounds out second to first that's the first out so there is a runner in scoring position with less than two outs for the first time of the ball game for carney and that'll bring up Braden anderson anderson grounded to shortstop in the second inning anderson playing right today one nothing grand island here in the bottom of the fourth inning And the pitch way outside, and a wild pitch will get Rich down to third. A break for Connie, and now the time run ninety feet away. The break. to say not really been wild at all today. So this is a little. bit different. The pitch. We take it over the outer half. Four strike, number one. All one strike. The Braden Anderson. Four one one. Off speed, the man it Four strike, number two. One and two to Braden Anderson. Nolan Smith on deck. And the pitch
14: off
1: speed and missed and that's the only thing Carney didn't want was a strike out there and that's exactly what happened so a good pitch by Tyler Faye and now it's up to Nolan Smith Let's see if Carney can get this thing tied Grant Allen got one in the top Carney a runner at third Smith grounded out to second his first at bat the pitch is away the ball won Nolan Smith takes one in there for strike one, one and one. One ball, one strike. And the one, one on the way, swung out and fouled back. So it's one and two. Faye trying to get out of this one after the. Base hit by Corbin Rich that went off his leg. Now he stands at third. And the one-two pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike three. So some good pitching there after getting whacked on the leg for Tyler Faye. No runs. One hit. No errors. And one man left on. We go to the bottom, the top of the fifth. It's one nothing Grand Island back with more on ESPN right after this.
4: Yeah, Johnson now, injured injured
9: that's right, boys. Landscaping like is hard work, is. and he's not still- to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more.
2: Ooh, this landscape looks awesome. Good thing we called
10: Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net.
1: All right, we're back to baseball action here from Memorial Field in Kearney. And it will be Grand Island to start things off, just missing a double down the left field line after Kearney High left a runner stranded at third in the top of the fifth. So now it's Carson Lighting, Braden Lee, Tyson Nelson. And that was Lighting rifling one foul. Now he'll take one in there for strike two. It's 0-2. No balls, two strikes. And the pitch swung on and fouled back out of play. It'll remain 0-2. The Carson lighting, Braden Lee is next. Then Tyson Nelson, 2-2 Grand Island. Leading 4-1 Carney. This is their third straight top 10 opponent. And the pitch from Lucas Wagner is bad in the way. And again, this was what got him in some trouble earlier in the ball game, getting ahead of the count. And then a lot of pitches nowhere near the zone trying to get at the chase. One ball, two strikes. Lucas Wagner out of the full windup here. And the pitch off speed. There's a good one for called strike three. And so, another strikeout of the ball game. Seven for Lucas Wagner. In his control can be magnificent. But he gets the strikeout right there, and that'll bring up Braden Lee. He was a strikeout victim and then hit into a fielder's choice to end the third inning. It'll be all- is what we expected. The Grand Island's had a ton of base runners. As we said, they have left nine men over the first four innings. It's only one to nothing. Wagner's pitch. Check swing, but he went. That's strike two. O oh, and 2. One ball, two strikes, nobody on, one out here in the fifth. And that's a big old breaking ball, one that works for strike three. So back-to-back punch-outs here for Carney High's Lucas Wagner. Nobody on, two out, and that'll bring up Tyson Nelson. He doubled in the second over the center fielder Reese Bober's head and then struck out
6: in his last bat to start the fourth.
1: And the pitch, taken right down the middle, strike one, still being patient at the plate. Waiting and the pitch, that's up and away. And the pitch going to be out of the zone. And foul back. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, nobody on. We are here in the fifth inning. One to nothing in favor of Grand Island. And Lucas Wagner for his first one, two, three inning, fisted back out of play again. So the battle continues up there for Tyson Nelson. Two balls and two strikes, Hunter Jensen would be next. And Lucas Wagner with the pitch. Fastball, low and away, ball three, three and two. So Tyson Nelson battling up there. All the batter's box now settles back in. And the 3-2 pitch from Lucas Wagner. Off speed, he's around on that early and pulls it into the Carney dugout. So the count remains full. Nothing easy today for Lucas Wagner. He's looking to strike out the side, but all he needs is just this third out. And the pitch, 3-2 is hammered towards center field, base hit. So every inning, a base runner for Grand Island. Good piece of hitting by Tyson Nelson. He just hangs in there and singles to center field. And that'll bring up the left fielder, Hunter Jensen. He is two for two in the ball game now. They ruled it a hit, but he hit it right at Tanner Johnson last time. And it looks like maybe we're going to get a pitching change. Lucas Wagner has thrown a lot of pitches today. And uh, there is Brad Archer to make the change. And coming in for Carney will be Blake Redis. This timeout out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need a specializing in you. One on, two out, top of the fifth. It is Grand Island 1, Carney Nothing, back with more in a moment on ESPN Tri-Cities.
15: dot com.
1: All right, Blake Reedus, his first pitch coming on in relief. He'll be firing it at Hunter Jensen. He'll swing at one that's a little off speed for strike number one. And then you've got Tyson Nelson standing down there after a two out single. And the pitch. Gonna be over the outside, just missed. Dylan Wells says good pitch. Just was it called a strike? One ball, one strike to the number eight hitter, Hunter Jensen. Bottom of the order has actually put the barrel on the ball a little bit better than the top half here today for Grand Island. They've also drawn quite a few free passes. Here's one of the dirt for ball two. Two and one. Two out, runner at first. It's one nothing Grand Island here in the top of the fifth inning. The stretch, the pitch. who just kept a lot kind of a check swing foul that about nailed the on-deck batter Tyler Douglas, and it's two and two. And this is really the guy you want. You don't want the number nine. You want the number nine to start the sixth inning. But Grand Island has had a base runner in every inning. And the pitch. Off speed. Check swing. Got him to go. They're going to have to throw down to first, and Matt... Will not be a problem. So it was striking out the side with that single in there as well from Tyson Nelson. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left on. And we go to the bottom of the fifth, which went up at Grand Island, Twenty High Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities.
5: They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel.
4: Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery, will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy
2: Johnson. Man, this is hard work. We should call John- Johnson Landscape.
9: That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry. That's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more.
2: Ooh, this landscape looks awesome. Good thing
10: we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. All right, let's
1: get into action here. Against Tyler Fay, the leadoff batter is going to be Dawson Stutz, and Stutz is going to hit one deep to center. It's over E.J. Aaron's head. He's around second. This is going to be a play at third, and he slides in there safely. So Dawson Stutz with a leadoff triple here for Carney in the bottom of the fifth inning, down one to nothing, and Cash Roseberry will be at the plate here for Carney, then Dylan Welsh and Reese Bober. Again, we've said it a couple of times, but, Grand Island's pitcher Tyler Fay, Division One, going to Auburn. And the first pitch to Roseberry is going to be out of the zone, ball one. Out of the full windup, the pitch. Swung on and sky down the right field line. This is going to be a tough one. It's in foul ground. First baseman pursuing, can't find it. Cohen Evans, but had to make an over-the-shoulder catch, and it falls in foul territory. The thing there is that might have been good enough to score the run. Because Evans was running towards the bullpen over there. That would have been a heck of a tough play at home. I don't know if Brad Archer would have sent him or not. One ball, one strike. Rosemary stands in there. Here's the pitch. He's going to bunt it, but it's high. It was a safety squeeze. He was not coming. Suicide squeeze. Rosemary would have had to put the bat on the ball. Faye saw it. Threw it high. Two and one. Dylan Welsh is next. One nothing, a leadoff triple. Nobody out here in the bottom of the fifth. The pitch to Roseberry. Check swing, that called it strike two. About every one of those has been a called strike. I think maybe we've had one so called check swing hang in there. And Roseberry now. I need to take a look at the two-two pitch. And, back. and Stacy back at the studio. I think we can get back online here, so let's try it. And that should give us a little bit better quality, I think. We'll see if that is indeed the case. So we get back to action here. Roseberry stands in there trying to tie the ball game. It's a fastball inside. And that is going to be ball three. So it is three to two. Three balls, two strikes. Runner at third to try and tie the ball game. Cash Roseberry, the pitch, swung on him, fouled back. Count remains full to Roseberry. Sack fly is what gave Grand Island the lead. And another 3 2 to Roseberry. Swung on, grounded towards third, but it's fouled. I want to thank our producer, Stacey Johns, for helping us through the technical difficulties. Brad Beam in our worldwide headquarters as well. And hopefully our issue from the internet being down is ready. Now, Roseberry 3-2 sails away. Good at bat. Ball four. So he didn't drive in the run, but he works himself a walk. Didn't swing at a bad pitch. And runners at first and third. Let's see how Kirby Wells wants to play this here. I would think with Tyler Fay on the mound, you just let that run score and try to play for a double play. He's going to keep everybody back. And that will bring up Dylan Welsh. Welsh had the first hit of the ball game, an opposite field double with two outs in the third. And now we're going to have a little discussion out at the mound. So while they do that, let's remind you that high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you in part by our friends at Schrock Medical Clinic, impacting patients' lives by changing the face of medicine. Centrally located in Kearney, Schrockmedical.com. So again... Tons of opportunities in this baseball game for Grand Island. Kearney hasn't had many, and that's why this is big right here for the Bearcats. And the crazy thing is you've got to get the first run in, and then you're trying to think maybe we can do more than that. Dylan Welsh, will he lay down a bunt just to move Roseberry to second? I wouldn't think so. Let's find out. After the meeting on the mound, we're ready to go. Tyler Faye, the stretch, the pitch. Sweeper that is in there low, ball one. Now, remember, Faye got rocked on the leg by Corbin Rich, the biggest boy on Kearney's team. Just rocketed one off his leg last inning. He got the side out after that, but maybe that's affected him. Pitch, outside, ball two. Boy, Fay's control has been so good, and now, I think he's just trying to maybe get the strikeouts. So that Carney doesn't score. He's got to make sure he doesn't give up a big inning here. He's been so good early this year. The pitch swung on, and behind that one is Dylan Wells. Expected a fastball down the middle. Got a fastball on the upper half of the zone down the middle and couldn't catch up to it. Stutz at third. Roseberry at first. Nobody out. In the bottom of the fifth, nothing. Grand Island, fastball in. Ball three. And again, this is the 7-8-9 hitters. You've got Reese Bober on deck, and that'll be Carter Lee. So 3-1. and Welch will we be taken all the way, let's find out. It doesn't matter, it's way high, ball four. And they are warming up in the dugout. I think that might be Tino Martinez down there saying, what's going on, boys? So now we will get a courtesy runner for Carney, Riley Miller will come in and run for Dylan Welsh. So a triple and back to back walks, and that's to the top of the order. And Brad Archer wants to talk to Reese Bober. We might get another runner. Coming in for Cash Roseberry at second is going to be Quinn Foster. This will be one of those uh, re entries next half inning because Quinn won't play first. So this is a straight pinch runner type of deal. The only thing you got to watch out for is the play at the plate. The second baseman and shortstop are going to play back and give up the run. They'll play in at the corners. Brad Archer loves to bunt. He's got his number one man up there and Reese Bober in the order at least. Bober has been hitting 333, the pitch. Swung on and hit into right center field. That is deep. That is going to find the gap. That's going to score at least two. Cut off there by the center fielder, EJ Aarons. The throw to the plate is going to be just almost in time. But sliding in ahead of it is going to be Foster. I think they held just a little bit to make sure that that baby wasn't going to be caught. And Carney takes the lead by a score of 2-1 to as Reese Bober jumps on the first pitch he sees. And doubles into right center field. That was actually a great job of Grand Island running it down and getting it home. He about got him on the heel when he dove in there hands first. Two RBIs and it's not over yet. There's still nobody out. Welsh over at third and the swing and That's gonna be driven down the left field line. Carter Lee into foul territory. It's run down, but it's good enough for a sack fly as Hunter Jensen hauls it in. And it's three to one, Carney. Carter Lee the sacrifice foul out for the first out staying down there at second will be Reese Bober and so the courtesy runners and the pinch runners are all in there and that'll bring up Corbin Rich 3 to 1 Carney and a gut punch there for Grand Island and Carney has also went to the bullpen so we'll talk about that as the pitch is on the way, and it's going to be taken just outside. Ball one. Rich thought about it. 1-0. Oh. So nobody scored in the first three. Grand Island scratched one in the fourth. Now Carney with a three spot here in the fifth and looking for more. The pitch to Corbin Rich. Swung on and drilled the center field. Line shot. Has to let it bounce in front of him as E.J. Aaron's runner can't score because it was pasted so hard. And now what will Grand Island do? They're jumping on Tyler Faye. Rich with his second base hit, both of them were rifled up the middle. The first time it hit the pitcher, this time it didn't, and I don't think Kirby Wells saw this happening. He is going to make the very slow walk out, and there will be a pitching change here for Grand Island. Carney High with three in the bottom of the fifth and runners on the corners with one out. The pitching change being made: Carney three, Grand Island one. You're listening to Tri-Cities Baseball here on ESPN. And that's a good time to remind you of the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, brought to you by b Carpet of Donovan. Just a couple of days left here in March. Could be a spring sporter, could be a leftover from state basketball. Nominate them at platteriverpreps.com. Landon Widener, Hastings High, Reagan Galloway of Amherst. Both state wrestling champs are winners last month. Well, Tyson Nelson is going to come in and do the pitching. He was the designated hitter today. This will be his third appearance. He started one game already this year. And he will come in in relief of the ace Tyler Fay. It is three to one Carney. All the runs here in the bottom of the fifth, and they have Reese Bober at third, and Corbin Rich standing down at first base as we come back to action. And standing in there will be the cleanup hitter for Carney, Tanner Johnson, against Tyson Nelson. Grand Dylan needs to stop the bleeding right here, boy. It just looked like this was going to be a one nothing game. Swung on and fouled off himself at the plate is Tanner Johnson. Johnson struck out and crowned out to second. He is the seventh man to come to the plate here in the fifth. You're listening to KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Checking the runner, Tyson Nelson. And the 0-1 delivery. Down the middle, but just high. Ball one, one and one. Again, Dan and Kurt Schmidt are our Umpires here today. JVs will play next, trying to beat the rain. That's why we're playing today to begin with. Set up a little on the outside for Tanner Johnson. He'll swing and miss this time. And it is one and two. Braden Anderson would be next. For Carney Welsh actually leading the team. I have to ask Coach why he's batting ninth. (laughs) He's batting 600. Coming in, Rich 562, Tanner 500. And he'll chop one off the end of the bat foul just to stay alive. Anderson 417. So this has been the part of the order that has done the damage. A couple of announcements today from Nebraska basketball. Sam Hybe going to return for the women. And Derek Walker just announced that he's coming back for the men next season. And the pitch to Johnson. Way up and in. He got out of the way. Ball two, two and two. Three across, two on on the corners with one out here in the bottom of the fifth, 3-1 Carney. They came into this inning with just two hits. <laughs> and the two three two 3 2 to Tanner Johnson. Outside, he tried a breaking ball and missed. And a walk to load the bases for Braden Anderson. He's grounded to short and struck out in this baseball game. And now Grand Island really Kind of has to play in a little bit here. And now, I wonder if we're deciding what the count was there. I had it 2-2 on Tanner Johnson. The board had 3-2, and the umpires are meeting in the middle of the field. And it could be something totally different. So, Mr. Schmidt says something to the Grand Island dugout. And I think that's what it was. That the count, they're sending everybody back. So I think the count was 2-2. And that's probably why you saw the breaking ball on 2-2 instead of 3-2. And so they'll put the bat back in the hands of Tanner Johnson. So the count is three balls and two strikes. That's what the home plate umpire now shows. And we'll try it again. Tyson Nelson, the 3-2 pitch, swung on and hit high into the air to center. That's deep enough to get one run home. Back, back, Aarons puts his glove up and caught it on the warning track. And it'll be a sacrifice fly, so Grand Island, instead of the bases, loaded one out, they will give up the run. But Johnson smoked that baby for an RBI. And that'll make it 4-1. And standing at first, Corbin Rich was not tagging up on that one. Wasn't sure. If that might carry, in fact, the wind's probably died down about five mile an hour here. And up to the plate is Braden Anderson now officially. He's ready to go. And Anderson's pitched to him. He'll take it in there for strike number one. Carney, high. Big, big inning here. This will just fuel the rivalry even more if Kearney pulls this one out of the hat. And again, we're only in the fifth. The pitch from Nelson off speed. That's hammered to center as well. Coming in, Aaron's coming in, and he's going to be able to make the catch. So the outfield wasn't busy for the first four innings. They are now. Carney High puts across four runs here in the inning. They got a little help with a couple of walks. They did have three base hits. There were no errors, and we have one man left on. We go to the top of the sixth. It's now Carney Four grand island one you're listening to high school baseball on espn tri-cities oh i
5: can't believe it are you kidding me out here in the middle of nowhere mom and bramps will kill me what's that girl call Carney towing and repair because they'll get us home from anywhere but i don't have their number 308-236-9951, 308-236-9951, thanks girl. 24 hour towing, certified repair, no matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951, lock it in, Carney towing and repair.
2: Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank, while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today.
1: As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school baseball including Carney ENT and Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Doug Duda with you here from Memorial Field in Kearney. We are now heading to the top of the sixth inning and Grand Island all of a sudden has got to find a way to get some offense going. They trail 4-1 to one, and Blake Reedus is on the mound in relief of Lucas Wagner who only gave up the one run. And for Grand Island, Tyler Douglas will start at 9-1-2. First pitch, low. Tyler Douglas, EJ Aaron's, Riley Plummer. And Grand Island's going to look back at this and when Lucas Wagner was a little off, he hit a couple of guys and walked a couple of guys, but he also had seven strikeouts unofficially. The pitch is going to be just high. Ball two. I think eight strikeouts for Lucas. I think they had to get him out of there maybe because of the pitch count. Off speed over the inner half, taken for strike one. So two and one to the leadoff man. Number nine hitter, the catcher, Tyler Douglas. Reedus trying to work quickly out of the windup. And that one's another good one taken for strike two. Two balls, two strikes. As the Grand Island Kearney rivalry continues here on ESPN Tri-Cities. And the pitch. Swung on, ground ball towards second one hopper. And that's a beauty hop right to Johnson. Easy one over to Roseberry. And that'll be out number one. Douglas hit it hard, but Johnson didn't even have to move. One hop right at him. Johnson's had quite a little bit of action over at second base today. E.J. Aarons is going to make his fourth trip to the plate. and That just tells you how wacky it's been. Usually you make four trips to the plate in the first six innings, you're going to have more than one run. That is not the case for the Islanders. He's singled to start the game, and he'll chop one foul at the plate. He grounded out to third in the second and was hit by a pitch in the fourth. This is where Grand Island would really like to piece something together. They need three runs to tie this thing up. Crowding the plate, the fastball over the outside. Missing the corner. One and one. Carney playing straight up and even a little deeper in the outfield here. As the pitch is gonna miss a little high they say ball two. Riley Plummer is next. When we're all done here, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game show will have all the final stats for you. And a chat with assistant coach Matt Conant. Pitch is hammered into left field right between short and third. So EJ Aaron's with his second base hit, his third appearance at first base here this afternoon. And that'll bring up Riley Plummer. Reached on a fielder's choice in the first, struck out in the third. And has the lone RBI in the ball game. A sacrifice fly with the bases loaded to center in the fourth. There has been a base runner every single inning for Grand Island. Reedus out of the stretch. And the fastball high, ball one. This is where it gets important now. Had to come out and tell Lucas Wagner to throw strikes. And then he did. He threw three in a row. And uh, was able to put Evans down to end that fourth inning. Reedus, low, ball two. Don't put yourself in trouble. Make Grand Island get the base hits. Unofficially now with six in the baseball game. But ahead in the count, 2-0. Runner's not going anywhere. Reedus down the middle for strike one. Sam Hartman will be next. He's reached base every time without getting a base hit. One on, one out here in the sixth. Kearney leading it 4-1 to one over Grand Island. And the look and the fire. Not a little low. Ball three to the shortstop, Riley Plummer. E.J. Aaron's down there at first. He can scoot. And the 3-1 pitch from Blake Reedus, swung on and drilled to center field. Back is Reese Bober, back, 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 that's going to get over his head. Off the track, picked up and thrown in, the runner had to hold his position, it'll be a double for Riley Plummer. Advancing to third will be E.J. Aaron's. And so again, for the third time here in this baseball game, you know, let me correct that. For the fourth time in this baseball game, two on and one out for Grand Island. They only scored once, but now we're in the meat of the order. Sam Hartman, the second baseman, he's walked twice, was hit by a pitch. And again, as much as you don't want to have it happen, really these guys mean nothing. Plays at first, don't worry about it if you're Carney. If you're Grand Island, you want to keep the old merry-go-round rolling with a base hit right here. The tying run at the plate. Rita steps off. Carney not even holding Riley Plummer on second. They don't want to give up any extra ground there between Johnson and Carter Lee. So Reedus out of the stretch. The pitch swung on a chopped weakly right back up the middle. Charging is the shortstop. Lee throws to first, throws it in the dirt. Carter Lee tried to guide it over to Cash Roseberry and bounced it. And it was that bounce that was just enough to make the runner safe, and that is the killer for whoever you are. And so reaching on the air will be Sam Hartman, will get the RBI because it would have been a ground out. So that makes it 4-2, to two. and Riley Plummer's at third, so runners at the corner. And Brad Archer wants to come out and talk to the home plate umpire about something. And now the umpires are going to meet again. Any possible interference? I don't know where that would be. wouldn't have been any interference on the runner unless he made contact with Cash. So, looks like we're going to get back to play here. I don't see Carney appealing anywhere. So, the signals being thrown out here by the Kitcher, Dylan Welsh, as this game getting tighter and slowing down a little bit. The tying run is at first with one out here. Four to two now, Carney in the top of the sixth. And it's Cohen Evans, the cleanup hitter, behind that fastball and fouls it into the parking lot. He's a lefty, so sends it over the indoor hitting facility here for strike one. Hasn't been such a great day for Cohen Evans. He's been called out on strikes twice and grounded into a fielder's choice but a ground ball up the middle will cut it to one. Pitch is swung on and missed. Good one over the outer half. Strike two. Evans very aggressive up there, trying to stay after things. Our high school baseball brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. 0-2 to the cleanup hitter, Evans. Blake Reedus, in and relief, fires. Swung on and missed. It was a fastball outside. (laughs) So Evans' aggressiveness Sets him down for the third time, and that is out number two. Carson Lighting has been called out on strikes twice and hit by a pitch. So this is where kind of that meat of the order hasn't quite been able to get it done. Maybe we have a pinch hitter. Let's find out. I think that is the case. Grand Island is going to get Nesvara. Jacob Nesvara is going to come in and pinch hit here. And Nezvara, another lefty. First pitch from Reedus, He'll take it high. Ball one. Four to two. Carney here in the top of the sixth with two on and two out. Nezvara takes it up and away. Ball two. Two and zero. Oh. Braden Lee is on deck. Same story. Two strikeouts, and reached on a fielder's choice. So. 4-5-6 hasn't exactly done what Coach Wells and the boys have wanted today. The pitch to the pinch hitter, Nesvara. He's watched three out of the zone. Three balls, no strikes. He is the go-ahead run in this seven-inning contest. Carney, all four of their runs last half inning, chasing Tyler Fay out of the ballgame. Now Blake Reedus, the 3-0 pitch. Asvar, of course, taken all the way, and he'll get the benefit of one that gets the outside corner. Good frame job there by Dylan Welsh to yank it back in. Again, it's Riley Plummer at third. Sam Hartman is at first after reaching on an error. Or Carney would be out of here. The pitch, 3-1 outside. Corner, strike two. So both pitches kind of on that outside black to the left-handed batter. Jacob Nezvar, he's watched all five pitches. The first three were well out of the zone. Those two just nicked the corner. 3-2, Blake Reedus, the payoff pitch here in the sixth. Swung on and fouled back. He got a good chop at that one. Nezvara, big, strong kid in there. Trying to get turned on one. Does Reedus have confidence to throw something off speed here and get him to swing? Because he was on that fastball. And again, the 3-2 pitch on the way. He does, and it's outside. He threw the changeup, but it was well low and away, and the bases are now loaded with two outs here in the sixth. Braden Lee, the third baseman, as we told you, same story. Two strikeouts at a fielder's choice. And we're going to get a courtesy runner at first base. Well, Carson Lighting's actually just going to come back in. That's who Nesvara pinch hit for and they're just gonna put lighting back in. Matt Connett is gonna walk to the mound and probably give him the same speech that he gave Lucas Wagner earlier when the bases were loaded. You have no room. You throw strikes, we'll take the consequences. We do have warming up down there in the bullpen for Carney. Very rarely though does Matt Connett make the pitching change. Well he actually is looking down there in the bullpen. We may see the change here. I think they are going to make the pitching change right here. That is the case. So, pitching change being made. With the game on the line, let's see who Coach Brad Archer goes to. We'll tell you about it.
5: They'll next. be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Rodfoot Sand and Gravel.
12: It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer and I waited for the phone call and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur.
3: I'm the medical oncologist hematologist at Mary Lanning Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center.
12: Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways.
3: Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back and that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood, too.
12: He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's, he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family.
3: My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart.
1: High school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda with you. A good rivalry game here. Started out a pitcher's duel, and now we have got to situational hitting, and Riley Miller will come in for Kearney. Riley has been designated the number two starter, but he'll also come in in relief. The bases are loaded with two outs in the sixth, and he'll come in here. Him and Wagner maybe are 2A, 2B. So, uh, Miller in there against... Braden Lee and the first pitch is going to be out, ball one. At third Riley Plummer, at second Sam Hartman, at first Carson Lighting, back in after Nesvara drew the walk. One run already and it's 4-2 Kearney. Two outs the pitch, swung on and fouled, straight back, strike one, one and one, Braden Lee. Tyson Nelson, who was the designated hitter and then went in in relief on the mound, would be next. He is in the on-deck circle, but Carney wants to put out the fire right here. Riley Miller the 1-1 pitch on the way to Lee. He takes it for strike two. It's 1-2. and two. Got one just over the outer third of the plate. It wasn't really outside. 1-2 and two. and again, can you have confidence in the off-speed? The 1-2 from Miller to Lee. Kept it back. Fastball up high, wasn't his strongest fastball, but it definitely wasn't a curve. So it's 2-2 as Lee held back. The 2-2 pitch with two outs and the bases juiced. Riley Miller delivers, swung on and chopped slowly towards second, no man's land off Roseberry. One run scores. I don't think anybody was going to get him at first anyway. Miller was hustling over there. Another infield chopper and it's 4-3. Carney just got to keep their head on him. Still ahead, 4-3. That was one that was just off the end of the bat. RBI infield single for Braden Lee. But it does cut the lead to one. And now Tyson Nelson is up there. A base hit. He could make himself the winning pitcher. So Riley Miller will stand in there and fire it to him. He'll take one right down to heart for strike one. 4-3. Carney with four in the bottom of the fifth. Grand Island with two here in the top of the sixth. And uh, still batting. The eighth man of the inning to the plate, Tyson Nelson. The 0-1. Took something off that one and it sailed a little low. Ball one. One and one. Good, tight off-speed slider there for Miller. Matt Connick calling the pitches over here on the bucket. And the pitch. Takes it high. Fastball ball two. Hunter Jensen on deck. Tying run at third here in the top of the sixth. JV game next. We were buzzing along, and now this last kind of inning has taken quite a while with all the base runners. 2-1 pitch for Miller. He'll take it for strike two. Two balls, two strikes. He thought about it. Nelson let it go. It was on the upper edge of the strike zone there, but that's where they've been called. It wasn't high. It was just above the belt. Two and two again with two outs and the bases loaded. Crowding the plate. Miller's pitch swung on and popped up. That's in the infield. Roseberry back, back into short right. Johnson calls him off and Tanner takes it. And Kearney High will hold on to the lead. But it is a one-run game. Two runs, three, four base hits in the inning for Grand Island. Carney did have one error and the bases remain loaded. What a stat. 12 men have been left on base by Grand Island. We go to the bottom of the sixth. It's Carney 4, Grand Island 3. You're listening to High School Baseball. ESPN, if you're
8: passionate about agriculture and want to serve some of the area's leading producers, join the A-Team at Aurora Cooperative. Aurora Cooperative has multiple openings in agronomy, animal nutrition, energy, and grain at their locations in Nebraska, Iowa, and South Dakota. Aurora Cooperative offers very competitive wages and an extremely generous benefits package. If you're self-directed and customer-focused, apply today at auroracoop.com slash join our team. Aurora Cooperative is an a an equal opportunity employer.
1: Welcome back to beautiful Memorial Field here in Kearney. Tyson Nelson back out there on the mound for Grand Island as we go to the bottom of the sixth. Four to 4-3 Kearney with the lead and the first man swinging at the first pitch. Driving it Nolan Smith to deep center and just a foot onto the warning track. E.J. Aarons will haul it in. Carney sent quite a few of them here now that they're putting the battle to ball. They've had a lot of them out to center. But it is just a long out that time. So Nolan Smith 0 for three in the ball game, and that'll bring up Dawson Stutz. All, right, Dawson, yeah. All of Carney's runs coming in the fifth inning to lead 4-3. First pitch to Stutz is called a strike. He led it off with a triple over the center fielder's head. Aaron's Aaron's actually playing a little deeper now, and the 0-1 off-speed stayed up. Good-looking pitch, but it's just high ball one. So Dawson Stutz. Then Cash-Roseberry, then it would be Dylan Welsh. 4-3 Kearney, bottom of the sixth, outside. Ball two, two and 2-1 for the Kearney third baseman Dawson Stutz. Struck out in the third, then that triple and scored last inning. Kind of got things finally going for Kearney. He'll take one up, so it's 3-1. and one. Grand Island just getting right back into it with two in the top. They don't want to allow anything here in the sixth so that they can try and manufacture a run in the seventh with the middle portion of the order, and here's one fouled back out of play. Grand Island, excuse me, won't be the middle part. It'll be eight, nine, one. but hey, it was 9-1-2 that got them started last inning as they sent eight men to the plate. 3-2 pitch now on way to Dawson Stutz. Just missed. Ball four. So Stutz reaches for the second time. That'll bring up Cash Roseberry. Struck out in the third, then walked a, uh, drew a walk in the fifth. Had a really good at-bat there in that last inning. Had to fight off a couple of pitches. And that was still against Fay. This is the fourth, fifth batter that Nelson has faced. And he'll take one in there for strike one. Grand allen has got some guys that like to drop down a little bit, throw three-quarter arm. Helps that ball sweep from the middle of the plate to the outside corner. Lead away for Dawson Stutz. Nelson will check him. Step off and throw to first back in time. Again, haven't looked down at Brad Archer much, but there have not been many signals. Sometimes Archer will just fake him to you, but hands to his side. Somebody else is throwing a signal over there to Roseberry. The pitch, swung on and missed. It'll be strike two, got out ahead of that one, 0-2. Playing way deep as Carson Lighting out there in right field. Don't want to let any kind of extra base hit in there now that there's a runner aboard via the walk. The pitch to Roseberry, swung on and popped up. In between short and center, going out the second baseman is Sam Hartman, and he'll make the catch. So just kind of off the end of the bat, enough to make it look troublesome to Grand Island. And there are two outs now here in the inning. That'll bring up Dylan Welsh. Welsh with the opposite field double in the third, walked and scored in the fifth. And again, average-wise, he's actually the leading hitter so far for Kearney through their first five games. Trying to get to 5-1 and one before they take on undefeated Lincoln East in the capital city on Thursday, and then Saturday they go to Millard to take on West and South. Those three teams going into today are 16-2. and two. So Carney wants to keep a little good mojo, get a win today, and then see what happens the remainder of the week. Big lead now over there for Stutz. They threw over once. Pitch to Welsh, sweeps inside, ball one. 1-0 with Reese Bober on deck. He had the two-RBI double into the right center field gap last inning. That finally got Carney on the board. The lefty Welsh swings and fouls it away to the opposite field. Strike one, one and one. Our next Carney High Baseball is coming up on April the 4th as Lincoln Northeast comes to town. That's a 4 o'clock Ball GAME AHEAD OF THE NATIONAL CHAMPIONSHIP BASKETBALL GAME A WEEK FROM MONDAY OR MONDAY, I GUESS, NOT A WEEK FROM MONDAY AS THE PITCH IS A LITTLE LOW, KNOCKED DOWN THERE BY THE CATCHER IN TYLER DOUGLAS. TWO AND ONE TO WELSH, SO BASEBALL FOLLOWED BY THE NATIONAL CHAMPIONSHIP GAME NEXT MONDAY HERE ON ESPN TRI-CITIES. FINAL FOUR, WOMEN AND MEN, FRIDAY, SATURDAY, CHAMPIONSHIP SUNDAY, MONDAY. As Welsh takes another one that misses in. They're not giving him that sweeper to the left hander. And it's three and one. So the number nine man, Dylan Welsh, doesn't matter that he's in the nine hole. He's giving him fits. Stutz with a nice lead. The three one swung on and fouled straight back, three two. He took a cut at the payoff. Red line on that, or green line on that one. So it's full, three and two. Reese Bober waiting on deck. Two out, runner at first is Dawson Stutz. Kearney's up 4-3 to three here in the bottom of the sixth. And Dylan Welsh awaits the payoff pitch here from Tyson Nelson. Here it is. It's way inside, it. I think it might have hit him. And deflected into the catcher's hands. So, we will have a walk to the mound here to talk to Tyson Nelson. We will also get a courtesy runner for Kearney. This time it'll be Hudson Bertrand. That comes in. I don't imagine that they're going to take Tyson Nelson, (laughs) but uh, assistant coach here for Grand Island. Just going, he's the number nine. We got to throw strikes, guys. Come on. We got back in the baseball game and a little animation as he walks out there. So the walk will shove Stutz Stutz down to second. And a reminder that high school baseball on ESPN brought to you by Johnson Landscape. Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Reese Bober struck out in the first, hit by a pitch in the third, and then the bases loaded double in the fifth to drive in two. Carney four, Grand Island three, bottom of the sixth. We're playing seven innings. Grand Island trying to hold it to one so that they've got a better chance when we get to the top of the seventh, and Reese Bober stands in there now that the meeting on the mound is over. And the pitch. Bober swings and grounds it towards third. It's fair. And all that Frieden Lee has to do is step on the bag. And that's exactly what he does. So for Carney, no runs, no hits, no errors. Two men left on because of the walk. And we go to the top of the seventh. Grand Island needs a run to keep the game going. It's 4-3, Carney.
4: Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery, we'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson.
1: Kearney three outs away from what looks like an improbable victory. And it's up to Riley Miller on the mound. He came in as the third pitcher of record last inning and gave up a bases loaded chopping infield single and then got Tyson Nelson to pop up to end the inning. So it's Hunter Jensen, Tyler Douglas, EJ Aaron's. This is eight, nine, and one for Grand Island. They have not been too successful at the bottom of the order, but today these guys have been getting on base. Jensen stands in. He is two for three. First pitch. Fouled away. A little bit behind it into the net. Strike one. So singled in the second. Singled and scored the only run of the game for Grand Island until last inning in the fourth. And the 0-1 pitch now for Riley Miller. That's going to be low and away. Ball one. Tyler Douglas, who's next, is 0-2 for with a walk. And then E.J. Aarons at the top has two of the hits. He's two for four. Scored last inning. 1-1 pitch. And now Riley Miller has trouble keeping the hat on. That hasn't happened at least in the home games we've called this year. And Now some of that maybe with overthrowing the pitch. It's outside. Ball two. Two and one. Hunter Jensen. And you absolutely cannot walk the leadoff man. And there's strike two. So Jensen taken all the way. Two balls, two strikes. Hasn't necessarily been the leadoff man the leadoff man's only gotten on base once for Grand Island, and that was to start the game. But the second guy is killing the Bearcats. The pitch. Taken in there for called strike three. Never took the bat off of his shoulder, and Hunter Jensen will go back to the dugout. And there is strikeout number two of the ball game, or number one of the ball game for Mr. Riley Miller. Now Tyler Douglas will stand in there. He's still looking for his first hit of the young season. He did walk in the fourth, fouled out to the first baseman and grounded out to second, so he hasn't struck out. He's put the ball in play. He'll take this one high for ball one. And the 1-0 pitch to the number nine hitter. Low ball two, and again, Kearney's pitchers know that Grand Island takes pitches. There has been maybe three swings at a first pitch, and that might be over. And here's one in there for strike one. So two and one. E.J. Aarons is on deck. Then it would be Riley Plummer. We're in the top of the seventh. Carney four, Grand Island three, one out, nobody on. A two-one pitch to the number nine hitter, the catcher, Tyler Douglas. He'll take it low and away. Ball three. And now Miller just wants to throw a fastball down the middle, but sometimes that's when you overthrow it. So let's see if Riley can put it in there. As Douglas waits, the 3-1 pitch. Swung on and pulled towards third. One hopper grabbed there by Dawson Stutz. Throws a good one over to Roseberry, and we're one out away. From the fifth one of the year for Carney. But that's what you gotta do. Make them put it in play. Stutz has had a nice game over there at third base this afternoon. And it's all up to the center fielder, E.J. Aarons. Singled in the first, grounded to third in the second, hit by a pitch in the fourth, and uh, singled and scored in the sixth, so he's two for three unofficially. And the first pitch from Miller. He's going to take it, strike one. So Grand Island's going to need Riley Plummer to bat, or this game's going to be over. E.J. Aarons. The 0-1 pitch from Riley Miller. He puts a big old off-speed slider on that one. It's low and away. 1-1. One and one. Coach Conant was talking about that slider that he was throwing in his start here earlier in the month. 1-1. One, one. Swung on and ripped right at Roseberry, and he'll catch it, and that'll end it. So hit hard and on the button by E.J. Aaron's, but he lines out to the first baseman. E.J. Aaron's will line out to Roseberry. No runs, no hits, no errors, and that wasn't as easy as one would think with the way the sun has come down. Now I saw some of the guys on that side of the field starting to shade their eyes, but for the first time all afternoon, Grand Island goes down in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. And with a four-spot at the bottom of the fifth, Carney goes to five and one. Grand Island drops their third straight. All the top ten teams in a heartbreaker today by a score of four to three. We'll talk with Assistant Coach Matt Conant, plus give you all the final stats. Stay with us on ESPN Tri-Cities 4-3, Kearney.
0: Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake, or Dr. Johnson at Carney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. They'll
5: be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll
16: be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses,
5: the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel.
1: Welcome back to High School Baseball here on ESPN. KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings will be back with you Monday as Carney takes on Lincoln Northeast after facing three straight top five opponents in uh, Lincoln East and then going to Millard to uh, take on West and South. So next Monday, 4 o'clock, Lincoln Northeast comes in. This is the New West Sports Medicine, and orthopedic surgery Post Game show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today, and uh, let's take a look at uh, some of the numbers that we had in this baseball game. First off for Grand Island today, we had them for three runs. They had nine hits in the game, four of those coming in the sixth inning. Carney is put down for a couple of errors in this contest, but the big number is the number of players and runners left on base today for Grand Island. They left 13 runners on base. Two in the first three innings, bases loaded in the fourth, one in the fifth, and bases loaded in the sixth, even after they scored a couple of runs. 13 on in just seven innings. That's something that you do not see uh, very often. So, uh, again, Grand Island was getting guys on. But Grand Island couldn't score them. Three runs, nine hits, two Carney errors, 13 men left on base in this contest. Uh, Blake Reed is actually going to get the win here, it looks like, for Carney in relief of Lucas Wagner, who uh, left with the game one to nothing uh, for Grand Island today. E.J. Aarons was two for four with a single and a run, two singles and a run scored. Riley Plummer had a double in the sixth inning. And reached on a fielder's choice and had a sacrifice fly, so he had a uh, RBI and he was one for two in the baseball game. For Sam Hartman, he reached base every time. He had an RBI single in the sixth, walked twice, and was hit by a pitch. Uh, elsewhere, uh, for the offense for Grand Island today. Braden Lee had an RBI single there in the sixth that was an infield chopper with the bases loaded. Uh, Tyson Nelson was the DH, then came in on relief pitching. He was two for four today with a single and a double. Hunter Jensen had a couple of singles. He was two for four in the game as well. For Carney, They are able to uh, pick up four runs, as we said, all there in the fifth inning. Didn't get their first hit until the number nine man, Dylan Welsh, came to the plate. I had Carney for just five hits in the baseball game. Grand Island, no errors. I think maybe we had one in there somewhere. Let me double check. I think Grand Island played a pretty flawless game defensively. I'm going back over my book here, and I don't see one scratched down. So no errors. Carney ended up leaving six men. On base, Tyler Faye will be the hard luck loser. He was cruising along, just shutting everything down until that fifth inning. Dawson Stutz started off with a triple, and uh, that kind of just seemed to throw Faye off a little bit. Roseberry walked as the number eight batter. Welsh walked as the number nine batter. Then Reese Bober, the first pitch he saw, drilled it into right center field to give Carney the two-to-one lead. Carter Lee had a sacrifice fly to uh, drive in a run, make it three-to-one. Corbin Rich had a single, and then uh, Tanner Johnson, a sacrifice fly out to center to drive in the final run of that four-run fifth inning. Four runs, five hits, no errors, six men left on base as Carney wins this one by a score of four to three. We'll be back with more on the New West Post Game Show right after this.
2: Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're The Better Bank. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape.
9: That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work. And not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more.
2: Ooh, this landscape looks awesome. Good thing we called
10: Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net.
1: Back of the New West postgame show, Carney ekes out a 4-3 win over Grand Island. And uh, assistant coach Matt Connett with us here. And coach um, Tyler Fay looked like he was just going to breeze through a baseball game here. Uh, those first three innings took like, a, I-, I called it a Jimmy Langan. It was 27 minutes for the first two innings. Uh, they had a lot of chances, Grand Island did. And when you had to go strike somebody out, you did. Let's start there. There was twice you walked out to the mound and uh, talk to your pitchers with the bases loaded, then you did make a change, but it was kinda like Lucas Wegner, the first time you went out there and did that, you gotta throw strikes, and then he went out there and struck out the cleanup hitter. Yeah,
17: well, and Luke did a good job. He battled in some some tough counts and some some tough situations with guys on base. We just made a little change, and, and honestly just went from a four seam fastball to a two seam, because we, we weren't locating our four seam fastball, so we just decided to let the two seam, let some movement get the outs and uh, it worked out okay for that last hitter and then and he did a nice job that next inning a- as well so just a little tweak here or there and you know we have them work on that when they're playing catch and stuff so you know he was he was comfortable with it
1: don't keep all of it uh like number of pitches and things like that but grand island definitely wanted to take the first pitch i think maybe they swung at the first pitch yeah. i don't know if they did it three times i know they had a base hit uh i think aarons maybe swung the first yeah. pitch once but they they wanted to take a look at a pitch yeah and no, you guys knew that
17: they did yeah and, and that was that's that's the thing that our, our our guys need to recognize. I mean, you need to you need to get one over the over the corner there and and, and take advantage of that because if they're going to give you a strike, uh, you got to you got to take it.
1: All right, offensively, uh, you just kind of got it going there uh, in the fifth inning. There wasn't anything special, but your leading hitter's batting ninth. <laughs> yeah,
17: <laughs> Dylan's doing a nice job. He really is. You know, he's getting kind of forced into that role behind the plate and doing a nice job at the plate. And and you know, we kind of keep him down in that nine hole. So hopefully, he sees a few more fastballs and. And, uh, you know, he's he's on base a lot, which is all we ask of him.
1: Talk a little bit. I mean, Tyler's going to throw uh, strikes. We know that. Uh, you're not going to Division One if you're not throwing strikes. But after Stutz gets the triple, your eight and nine guys work the count to get walks. They're not going to yank this guy. They're not going to pull him. Welsh had hit got the only hit up to that point. But uh, that becomes really important. And then he frets a little bit and throws one down the middle that Bober takes right back up to center field. Yeah, no,
17: it, he, he was definitely completely in control there for, for the vast majority of that game, if not the whole thing. Uh, we were just fortunate enough to get, get maybe a pitch that caught a little bit more of the plate there with a couple guys, and, and you know, we were able to get going, which, which uh, you know, we didn't get much, but it was, it was enough today.
1: Matt Conant with us for just another minute. I'm surprised Tyler Faye was still walking after Corbin Rich rifled that thing off his yeah, leg. That was a shot. There's there's not a lot of meat on uh, Tyler out there. He's a tall, lanky kid. All right, it gets real. It got real against Norris, and now these next three are top five baseball teams that you guys are going to face. All you can do is go play the game. I get it, but uh, there will be zero room for error, and I imagine we're going to see a lot of things like we saw in the first four innings of this game.
17: Yeah, no, it, our biggest problem is you know we, we feel with a handful of guys on the mound that could keep us in the game and and definitely some other guys too, but we're, we're Overly comfortable with the handful of guys um, And then uh, our biggest thing is 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 just playing good defense behind them. I mean we've given we've given away so many runs and, and And thrown so many extra pitches and that that's probably the biggest thing at least on my end, you know, we're throwing having to throw 15 20 extra pitches that that could go toward another inning um, if we could if we could clean it up and not have you know and, and it goes on the pitchers too because we we've had a lot of two out walks uh, so far this year but you know those routine plays need to be routine and then and then those those two out walks can't happen if we can get another 15 pitches, out of our guys and get another inning, they go deeper in the game, gives us a better chance.
1: What would you think about the defense? I, I think officially it's two, maybe three errors. There was one, I think, that went as a hit that probably was an error, but like one that Carter threw was a short arm. I mean, yeah. he fielded the baseball. Did it look better today?
17: Uh, you know, it did. It, it, we've, we've still got a couple spots that, that that need to that need to get cleaned up. We, we just were too shaky um, at times, um, and then, you know, we'll make, we'll, for the most part, we make the routine plays, but, but they... All of them need to be made. You know, that's that's the biggest thing is all of those routine plays, they need to be routine. So
1: You want perfection. Yeah, please. <laughs> well, uh, we'll get ready for a, a pretty good weekend. We'll see you guys when you return home Monday, Matt. Congratulations. Yep. Nice Thanks. win. Thanks for the coverage. You bet, Matt Connett, assistant baseball coach here for Carney High. They win it by a score of 4-3, to three, getting all their runs there in the fifth inning. The JVs are warming up. They're going to have to hustle to probably uh, beat some weather. You can almost kind of feel the wind now and uh, – change direction a little bit uh, and start to bring the cold front in that we're going to see uh, coming up this weekend but there is still jv baseball here uh, that's the way they do it play the varsity first just for situations like that and then try to get the jv games in as well just to give you that update on the forecast uh, they've kind of pushed back the major rain now since the last two hours about a 20 percent chance at 8 25 chance at 9 30 chance at 10. so hopefully it does rain overnight but uh, they can maybe get this baseball game in as well. Again, uh, Carney wins it by a score of four to three. Uh, Carney will be going to uh, third-ranked Lincoln East on Thursday. They go to Millard Saturday to play West and South. They're home against Lincoln Northeast on Monday. And uh, between now and the 11th, that'll be their only home game. And then a week from Monday, Hastings rolls over. We'll have that for you as well. For Grand Island, they are now done till Saturday. They go to Elkhorn. They'll play Elkhorn North and Platte Valley, and then uh, a week from Friday uh, they've got Norfolk and Kearney coming over for a double duel on the uh, 7th. That's not Friday. 4, 5, 6, 7 that's Thursday. Uh, on Thursday. A week from Thursday is when they will play over there in Grand Island. Alright, that's enough on our end. Again, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that include Kearney ENT, Five Points Bank, Optical Gallery, Family Physical Therapy, Hellman Main, Costler & Cottle, Broadfoot Sand & Gravel, Johnson Landscape you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary no matter the activity new west is here to get you back to it schedule your appointment today with all their runs in the fifth carney takes a 4-1 lead and holds off grand island who leaves 13 men on base today 4 to 3 this is Doug Duda from Memorial Field saying thanks for listening to Carney Baseball on ESPN.
13: Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted.
6: The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our
10: podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.